Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK, sponsored by Brewers Outlet. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. See, now you can name all the themes on that you could. In fact, you could do it easily, right? Oh, yeah. yeah I'll, bet, I'll bet when you were younger, you could easily do it, right? Definitely. I could see Luke and Mark knowing most of them. Maybe not initially, but let's say in a couple of years, I bet they do. You think? I think so. Definitely not Luke. Te- I mean, you're not teaching them math and, and uh, writing, so I mean, might as well go with... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. You know, I taught my son colors. My son, Dan. Yeah, with the football helmets, right? Football helmets. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Right? Okay. The Jets are green. They're losers. <laughs> Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet. Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Pickle bar led by the barrels and the dills. Indeed, second to none. It's time to tailgate. Make sure you're fully stocked. Be the hero of the tailgate. Go over to Brewers Outlet. It's Labor Day weekend. Okay, we got one day down in college football. Four more to go. In fact, you may need Brewers Outlet just to get through the Louisville-Georgia Tech game tonight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Great. This, um, some game. <laughs> get the, the lingerie <laughs> on the deck. Call the janitor. What's in the fridge? <laughs> now, LSU-Florida State Sunday night will be good. But the Friday game and the Monday game are reasons why the ACC is in the trouble they're in. Louisville and Georgia Tech tonight is not intriguing. And Duke can't compete with Clemson on Monday night. This can't. But, okay. But those are the choices. Uh, now, can I, I want to get the media for a moment. We did talk about Steve Mears and Bob Erie being out of the Penguins broadcast, which I feel awful about. I never want to see my brethren in this business suddenly not having a spot. But on the opposite side, I'd like to pay tribute to Pitt's Bill Hillgrove. Bill Hillgrove tomorrow will begin his 50th season as the play-by-play voice of Pitt Panther football. When the Steelers open up, it'll be Bill's 30th season as the play-by-play voice of the Steelers. And he's also going into his 55th season as the play-by-play voice of Pitt basketball. So I want to take a moment to congratulate Bill on the milestone. He is there 
because of his intelligence, his voice, his passion, his dedication, his preparedness, his, um, in many ways, a perfectionist and doesn't mind to be corrected as long as it means that everybody got it right. And Bill's just a really great guy. He's a great guy. Times I've spent with him, either down in Pittsburgh or here in State College, or, you know, I, you know, I remember Bill and I ran into each other a couple times at the tournaments. You know, Penn State played in a doubleheader at uh, the Prudential Center, and Pitt was a part of it. And then Penn State and Pitt played in the Barkley Center in a tournament and so forth. And so I'm running to Bill a lot over the years and have just immense respect for him professionally and personally. So congratulations to him, and I want to make sure. And, you know, you think about the the legendary play-by-play guys in the state, Bill Hillgrove, Steelers, Pitt football, Pitt basketball, Harry Donahue, Temple football, Temple basketball, Merrill Reese, the Philadelphia Eagles. This state, this state has some darn good, great, legendary play-by-play voices. And by the way, and a tribute to one of the truly underrated voices that we recognize all the time for the outstanding work he does, Doug Birdsong over at Bucknell. But, I mean, so there's a lot of, you know, Merrill's a legend, Harry is a legend, Billy is a legend. Uh, State's fortunate to have guys like that. So I just want to congratulate Bill Hillgrove on entering his 50th season as the voice of Pitt football, 55th Pitt basketball, and entering his 30th as the voice of the Steelers. And then to Eli Gold, and Eli's been on this show a couple times, as you know. Eli went through a um, living hell last year. He missed all of last season. Chris Stewart... Uh, filled in, and I know, you know I, obviously I've known Eli for 30, 35 years, something like that, 35 years I've known Eli. Chris Stewart, you know, Penn State and Alabama played basketball against each other, and that's where I got to know Chris. He filled in for Eli last year. Well, Eli went through, and nobody knew for a long time what the issue was, but he went through an awful cancer experience. I mean, an awful cancer experience. I mean, I'm talking near death. And somehow came out of it, came through it, and he will be back with Alabama tomorrow when they host Middle Tennessee State. What they have decided to do is that Eli will do the home games at Bryant-Denny Stadium, and Chris Stewart will remain on the broadcast and do the road games as the play-by-play announcer, and then they'll make determinations on postseason later. So that's what they're going to do. Eli will do the home games. Chris Stewart will do the road games. Then they'll make a postseason decision later. It's just great knowing that Eli is back. He went through a lot. And I know I know how much he appreciates. Uh, nobody's going to appreciate walking to a broadcast booth more than he will tomorrow after everything he's been through in the past year. So I just want to at least uh, 
send out um, our best to uh, Bill and Eli, both with continued excellence and for Eli on a comeback and for Bill on a milestone. So I want to make sure that uh, we did that before we moved on. You're probably not done with um, Hate Fest 2023. Actually, that's what I had today. That's all you have? Yeah, Just so like far. Some, so far. Some ACC hate? Oh, yeah. Hmm. What time, wait, wait, what was that breath sound like? You're tempted. You're doing something. No, I would just love to see a tie between LSU and Florida State. I know that's not the case, but I'd just be great because I just think both teams are nauseating. Well, you don't like Chip Kelly. I don't like him either, but I don't like Brian Kelly. You're right. Or, I mean, Brian Kelly. I mean. Yeah, but I don't like I don't Chip like, Kelly either. Yeah, but you, but you don't like Brian Kelly. No. You've made that apparent. Yet in my conversations with him, he speaks highly of you. Brian, what do you think of McAtrilli? He says, what a guy. Oh, my almighty! Now you should hear what he says about you. (laughs) Then his expression changes. (laughs) I've seen that expression. That usually happens on national TV when they're getting their butts handed to them on the uh, national stage. Well, this is going to be in Orlando, and it's going to be Sunday night at 7.30. It's the ABC game. It's nationally televised. Um, and uh, and actually, uh, to me, now that's a game I'm definitely going to watch. I You know, last night was a little difficult because of um, at the spikes last night. You know, I went from this show to practice, then met Jack. We talked for a while. Then did the coaches show with Pat Kraft and James. Did the pregame show with James. Then I got there and did the Spikes game. I just didn't, um, so I didn't really see a lot last night. I mean, I mean, Utah beat Florida 24 to 11 using their second and third string quarterbacks. But you want to know why Utah won? Because it just meant more. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No? <laughs> Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. I did catch a little bit of that game last night. They couldn't convert anything. They were 1 of 14 on third down. They were painful to watch last night. I was a little uh, surprised at how bad they were. Well, again, when I was talking about keys... Notice how they set the tone early. And, I, you know, I'm watching the highlights. I got this. But Money Parks caught that 70-yard touchdown pass from Barnes right out of the gate. And Florida's looking around like, what the heck is going on here? And they obviously played great defense. Sounds like Florida had the ball the vast majority of the time in the second half. They can only get eight points. And that was on a 98-yard drive by Graham Mertz that he was able to uh, put together. And then for Nebraska and Minnesota, this is... 
you can change the coaches, but it is they're they're gonna have to learn how to win. Because they did some of the same things evidently last night they've been doing. Now Sims, the the kid that was the quarterback that was the transfer from Georgia Tech. I mean, you I'm watching the highlight. I have no idea where he's throwing the ball. Where's he throwing it? I I, I was really surprised. It was intercepted. And I will give PJ Fleck uh some credit here. Because PJ Fleck had one timeout remaining. And Minnesota was called for a false start with 27 seconds to go. And probably the great temptation would be to take the timeout and not get the 10 second runoff. Instead, he took the 10 second runoff, kept the timeout in his back pocket. Uh, they hit a pass play, and then they had a running play. And with three seconds left, he called the timeout off the running play, and the kicker came in, and after a Nebraska timeout, he uh, he nailed it, and they won the game. The temptation would be, especially when you're talking about 27 down to 17 seconds, temptation is, and a strong one, and you can't blame the coach for doing this, hey, let's, let's save the 10 seconds, we'll... And uh, keep the yardage. No. Nope. Or, you know, and keep the 10, you know, and go from there. Instead, no, they took the 10 second runoff. They took it because he wanted to keep the timeout in his back pocket, and it turned out it worked out perfectly. He had that timeout. He called it after a running play that set him upright. Well, not quite in the center of the field, but it's a little bit left to right kick. Kid nailed it. It was like 40. Seven yards, maybe? Something like that. So credit where credit's due. It's the kind of thing where if Brian Kelly did that, uh, Matt would rip him. Initially, but then I would begrudgingly give him credit, yes. Begrudgingly? I would, yeah. You sure? Yeah. I already know. I know you well enough. You would have ignored it. <laughs> I'd said nothing about him. <laughs> I didn't see that. Really? Okay. I may not publicly acknowledge it, but internally I would. <laughs> like, okay. And again, if it goes the other way, and by the way, here's the proposition. Say it worked the other way. And they didn't win the game. The game would have gone to overtime. So he did have a little bit of cushion to play with there. But at least we're talking about games. Now, I was going to talk about games exclusively today, but Matt had to come out right away with a baseball bat. <laughs> no, of course I was going to talk about that right away. I mean, it's a big move. Again, this is a late-to-the-table move by the ACC. 
They've been late to the table on almost everything. Uh, and because they know they're not operating from a position of strength. But I think you'll now see the college football playoff with the ACC seemingly settled with the what's <laughs> with the Pac-12 now down to two. I think you'll see the college football playoff acknowledge there's a power four give the conference champion from the Power Four an automatic bid, give the designated group of five choice an automatic bid, and now have seven at-large bids starting next year. And then if it goes to 16 down the road, you could be talking about 11 at-large bids. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. More in a moment. Great to have you with us today here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing and can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is, because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection. Imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping, and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, wants to see you. And thank you for your years of patronage. Well, baseball, Major League Baseball has been played for a long time, but last night something happened for the first time ever. Ronald Acuna Jr., who, uh, by the way, seems, by the way, Matt, to play every day. And the Braves are in first place. Our good friend Brandon Gowden with the call on the Braves television network. Others have hit 62 home runs in, in a season, but nobody's ever had 30 home runs and 60 stolen bases. And gotten married on the same day, apparently. Yes. 
But tell me I'm wrong. Others have hit 62. No, you're not wrong. Hmm. Wow. Guy ends up 11 short of the single season record, and they throw a parade for him. Okay, that's kind of unusual. <laughs> but that's all right. This is the first time ever. How about that? He's a such a... He plays... You could tell he loves playing. He loves playing. And he's, you know... He's a good defensive outfielder, too. He, I mean, he's a five-tool star. That's why when the Braves won two years ago after he tore his ACL... It's kind of like, wow, they did it without him. Well, now they don't have Freddie Freeman, although Olsen is. He's provided a lot of power at first base. And Austin Riley's got power. Acuna has power. Yeah, the Braves look very, very strong. Ooh, man. I gotta, I, you have to give that organization so much credit for how they're built. They're amazing. And their top four hitters, I think, have played in every game except for, is it the shortstop Albies missed two or three games like a week ago and that was it? Something like that. Other than that, their top four, I mean, the top four guys have missed a total like four or five games combined on the season. Amazing, huh? All right, King coming up today's show. Well, it's time to stock up for your tailgate. And for Labor Day weekend, Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket here on News Radio 1070 WKOK. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Sponsored by Brewers Outlet. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Labor Day weekend. Opening football weekend for the Nittany Lions. You want to tailgate and do it in style. That means Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports Domestics Microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drink, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels and the dills, my favorites. Indeed, second to none, all at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. And... We're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Time now for 
the words of wisdom from the king. We're still waiting on those words of wisdom. What? What's going on? What's going on? Every time I turn around, there's something else with you. What are you doing? <laughs> Yesterday, the play-by-play, you picked 82 things. You changed your mind back and forth. Am I going okay? I waited for you to toss a coin. You finally settled on Harper's 300th because he went best out of seven. Come on. <laughs> High school guests are at 235. No, they're at 135. I was like, oh, wait, what are we doing here? <laughs> well, that one I blame my phone on because my phone's been giving me fits yeah, lately. Your, yeah, actually, your phone has been, um, for some reason, I'll get, I'll be talking to the guest and I'll get somebody who says, Neil Reddy. Well, I'm, talk- <laughs> I'm like, oh, thanks, Matt. I already know that. I'm talking to Neil right now. <laughs> That's because there's something in your phone that's delaying getting messages out. It's been happening like that for a while. Yeah, that's like like right now. I would have texted you, but I don't have service. And now I'm just getting it back. Like my service goes in and out. I'm getting close to like that two-year period where you have to upgrade a phone. So I have a feeling that's what I need to do. I mean, have you thought about paying the bill? (laughs) I do pay the bill. (laughs) Have you thought about it? I just want to make The Words of Wisdom has finally joined us, by the way. King! Hi, boys. What's going on? Making my picks. Now I'm making my go. picks. <laughs> yeah, I've studied it, and I, I've got their strengths and weaknesses. How on earth did I rank these teams this early? Uh, based just, on what? I'm just I'm curious. Thinking. What do they base it on? Uh, based on number of returning starters, and especially if they have a returning starter quarterback. Hmm. Does Wisconsin? Uh, Wisconsin has a transfer named Tanner Mordecai, the offensive coordinator from North Carolina, who had been Drake May's offensive coordinator, very aggressive. Uh, so you put that with a, a lot of returnees, including Braylon Allen at running back. That's probably why they're high in Wisconsin. So if North Carolina lost their offensive coordinator. How are they number 21? Uh, Because they still have Drake May, the starting quarterback, that's considered to be one of the top three NFL prospect quarterbacks for the draft in April. Yeah, that means nothing. Okay, I was just curious. Because Penn State was ranked really low last year, and they ended up, what, number seven? So. Well, Matt knows how ex- upset I was about that. Go ahead, tell Matt. Tell Matt. Tell how upset was I about their initial ranking last year? No, senor! No, senor! No, senor! <laughs> I said it doesn't matter. <laughs> I said it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because it means nothing. No, it it that's means right. absolutely nothing. That's but right. the portal changes things. So. Sure, it does. That, that's how. That's how you look at Graham Mertz, who quarterback for Florida last night. He was Wisconsin's quarterback. That's just crazy. I, I, I don't like this yeah. stuff. That Notre Dame thing, that's ridiculous. That kid's in his sixth year. Come on. He should not. But I get it. He doesn't need to make money because he gets paid money to be in college. So why should he go to the pros? It's just, I don't know. Yeah. If he, yeah. I, it's a sixth year. He had five years at Wake Forest. Well, and that's that's because everybody's getting the COVID year, so. I get it, but that's crazy. You know, Notre, Notre Dame can't recruit a quarterback? 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I, I see bad things on the horizon. So, well, there's an article. I think, these kids. I think mm-hmm. it was in the Wall Street Journal. They wrote an article about how college football is now really straying, which was interesting. I've read most of it. Um, I also I also read the opinion piece in the Wall Street Journal about the problems Disney's having right now. Uh, you know, Disney's having problems. They've kicked up the prices of the theme parks, and theme park attendance has gone down. The yeah. their movies. The Marvel series has run its course, according to the article, and Indiana Jones bombed at the box office. Okay, ESPN. Really? Oh. Yep, Indiana Jones has gone Army from. Excuse me. Yeah, uh, ESPN has gone from 100 million subscribers to 73. Right. Yet, when you look at ESPN, I mean, so let me ask you guys: How much do you think? The average bundle, and I'm talking about, you know, there's always like groupings of stations you get on your cable, so they're bundles. How much do you think the average bundle is on your cable? Total with the cable? And, uh, just, uh, I'm just saying the a bundle. In other words, uh, you put Bravo, USA, uh, CNBC, and like two others together, they're a bundle. It's like five. So what is the average like a five a bundle cost you on your cable? Matt, what's your guess? Yeah, I was gonna say like two fifty or so. Okay. Forty nine cents. Okay. Forty nine cents. Okay. How much does ESPN cost you on your cable? One station. How much does yeah, ESPN it all cost? Comes as one, so you don't pay for it separately. Okay. So. Right. Oh yeah, you it's in your bill, believe me. It's okay. They charge this well, I because know, but this it's is, not broken down for me. Yeah, right, but how much do you, What? How much do you think ESPN costs? For me to get it, a quarter. Okay, Matt. How much do you think on your cable bill? How much is it worth? I I was going to say probably uh, like seventy five cents or so. Nine dollars and forty two cents a month. <laughs> oh my! You're kidding! Wow! To get That's to how, have uh, it. Uh, uh, on your wow. cable bill, okay, nine dollars and forty-two cents of it is to have ESPN. Wow, that's like getting HBO, right? And that's part of the reason why I cut yeah. some of my cable. So, right, and that's see, the legendary, <laughs> the legendary CEO of General Electric, Jack Welsh once said, quote, any idiot can raise prices. Right? There it is. There's got to be other ways of doing it. Last week. Yeah. <laughs> and, and again, once again, my point is... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but that's, that's what he said. Right? And that's what ESPN's been... What Disney's been doing. They've been raising their theme park prices, raising their food prices... Raising the ESPN number, raising. I mean, they've been doing all that, and their stock right now is down from two hundred a share to eighty-seven a share, and it now is back to the same level it was in twenty fourteen. Right. So for everybody's like looking at as ESPN is paying out rights fees 
Okay? And they're going to have to pay out a big rights fee to keep the college football playoff. They're going to have to pay out a huge rights fee to keep the NBA. And they will bid for both. No question. But at the same time, the business model is not working. No, look at all the people they let go. High profile people. Yeah. Uh No. With no, they just said, you're done. Susie Colbert, I felt so bad for her. What's she going to do? I mean, she made a lot of money there. She got paid well to do Monday Night Football, but um, it's just, I don't know. It's gone too far, and it's all got to get straightened out somehow, and it'll get straightened out when people like ESPNs lose the money hand over fist. So they've got to right. figure out where they've gone wrong. Uh, so in comes the UFC. <laughs> so. Yeah. So there you go. Well, we have games well, yeah, to pick. I'm sure they do well with that. That's a good series. Yeah. So. yeah. Uh, we need to pick games since there are games to pick. And a lot of them as we continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK. All right, time to make picks. All right, so last week, Steve and I finished at 5 and 2. King went 4 and 3, so that's where we stand after week one. So now, let's kick it off with this week's games. First, Virginia at number 12, Tennessee. Let's start with the King. Virginia. Ooh. Tennessee stinks every year. They, they, they're like, I don't know. I have no faith in Tennessee. I got Virginia. Uh, they were pretty good last year on offense. I'm going with no, the balls. Four and four. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> four and four. Go ahead. Uh, I think Tennessee in the end will lose some games, but it won't be Saturday. They'll beat Virginia with relative ease. All right, next one. You wait and see. <laughs> Cavaliers, baby. They're my team this year. <laughs> well, you got us with one game last uh, – I forgot what game it was now. I'll have to go back and look. But anyway, uh, there was one game that you got us last week on that Steve and I had wrong. I'll have to go back and look. Oh, but... uh, Jackson State. Yeah, yeah, Jackson State. That's right. Yeah. They were good, State. man. They blew them Jack- out. They didn't just win. They blew them out. Yeah, man. Jacksonville Jack- State. Jack- right. Yeah, it's uh, Rich Rodriguez's team. Right. There you go. All right, well, we mentioned the uh, Wisconsin Badgers earlier. They are hosting Buffalo this weekend. Steve. Luke Fickle gets his first win, Wisconsin. I agree. I'm going Badgers here. King. Well, I went back and forth. <laughs> I took Wisconsin. All right, there we go. Buffalo is pretty good. They're a bowl team every year. Yeah. Yeah, they have been good. Uh, but is I the just Nebraska think... quarterback still their coach? No. Uh, no. Okay. They eventually went to Lance Leipold, and he took the Kansas job, and I'm not sure off the top of my head who currently has the job. But you're thinking about... Um, Turner Gill. Turner Gill did catch yeah. them at one point. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's uh, it's really an illness, I know that. Uh, and he turned them around. He turned them, you know, yeah. they got good when he was there. So. Yep. Yeah. UConn uh, lost last night. <laughs> yeah, twenty four to fourteen. Yes. 
I did see that. It's the biggest crowd since 2010, <laughs> and it was half full. I was thinking of you, King. 20,000 people there. <laughs> All right, we have another Big Ten team in action tomorrow. Number 25, Iowa, hosting Utah State. King. Utah State. I was tempted, but I think Iowa's still going to have enough defensively to slow them down, despite their woeful offense. So I'm going to stick with the Hawkeyes. Kay McNamara, it's still up in the air about what he can and can't do tomorrow at quarterback. He's the key to the whole thing in the end. But I think, like you guys, in a much closer game, I'll pick Iowa. All right, next one. We go to the end of the Pac-12, Washington hosting Boise State, which I think is another kind of a sneaky game. But we'll see what you got, Steve. Boise State, to be honest with you, is not very good right now. (laughs) Okay? Everybody's, like, thinking about the days gone by where they had some really terrific teams. This is not one of them. Washington is a potentially terrific team. They're really good uh, with Penix at quarterback. I think Washington will win, I think, comfortably. I'm going to go with the Huskies, too, but I think it might be... I think it's a, a two-score game, Washington. Like 14 to 17-point game. King. I think the Huskies will blow them out. So. Boise yeah, is another one of those teams that gets better as the year goes on. Yeah. So. But Boise is not the Boise of years gone by. The last couple of years, no. they have not been really great. They've been no better than okay, actually. Well, maybe they'll join the Big Ten, too. <laughs> I think they're staying where Why they are. Why not? We'll Everybody see. else is. <laughs> there, there appears to be room. No. <laughs> the Big Ten divided by four. So yeah. 40 teams. One of those teams stuck in the ACC, UNC, with the rematch with South Carolina. King. South Carolina. I love the Gamecocks at home myself. They won the matchup last year. I think they keep it going. Number one, the game's in Charlotte. Uh, so uh, it's a neutral site. And I'm going to go with uh, North Carolina because they have the better. I know Spencer Rattler's good, but I think Drake May's better. And I think North Carolina will win. But they lost their offensive coordinator. Yes, he is now the offensive coordinator at Wisconsin. <laughs> Did he get traded? Did he go? Is he uh, in the for, portal? He was uh, traded for an offensive line coach to be named later. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. <laughs> All right. Then finally, a, re- a, ma- a rematch from last year, but a matchup of the two most nauseating teams in college football, LSU <laughs> and Florida State. Steve. Well, why don't you go first since you're filled with hate? <laughs> <laughs> He's um, your favorite coach. <laughs> I legitimately went back and forth on this from an objective oh, standpoint. Oh, for goodness sakes. Oh, this, this goes back to yesterday picking the play-by-play cut of the day, Kevin. Right? <laughs> he, he had 82 choices. He sends oh, me all of his list. Right? And then he finally narrows it down to two. One is... The Nebraska women's volleyball thing with them announcing the crowd, which you can't even hear the PA guy. It's all muffled. (laughs) And Bryce Harper's 300th home run that is beautifully announced. He then flips a coin and does best out of seven. And the seventh one landed on the edge. It's just the whole thing just turned into a disaster. 
<laughs> so, yes, yes, you went back and forth, and when you flipped a coin best out of seven, what did it come up with? Florida State. No I'm kidding. Florida State. Not not filled with Brian, maybe a little Brian Kelly hate, but legitimately, I just think Florida State's going to have a little bit more on offense to get like one of that those critical scores in the fourth quarter. So, I'm going Seminoles. Steve. The game's in Orlando. So there is a, you know, so it could be a Florida State advantage, but LSU is the better team. I think they'll win. And King. I think LSU's defense is going to shut them out. LSU. Ooh. Okay. I'm yeah. on the island for I'm that I'm predicting one. a shutout, and I want bonus points. <laughs> wow. What's All right. right now, that, that, that first Florida State field goal, <laughs> your bonus points are gone. <laughs> You're going to be that guy that's worried about the spread. I'm going to hear it from all the way from now. Connecticut. It's, it's 24 nothing with three seconds to go in the game. Florida State just to get some points. There you is go. going to run out their field goal kicker. Kevin's like, oh, no. <laughs> See, John Calipari running down the sideline. He's there with the doll. He's there with the doll with the pins. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I need the bonus points. I picked Boise. <laughs> I picked Boise. I need the bonus points. And Boise wins. No. <laughs> A year from now, we'll be we'll be picking coin flips. We'll be picking, you know, whatever. Color of Gatorade. Oh, How many that, that happens every year. Teams? Oh, I know. Oh, we do that with the Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, I know, but I mean, it's going to be every day. You watch a baseball game. You can bet five dollars on how many pitches the guy will throw in the first inning. You know, it's like, come on, man. <laughs> if that's oh. fun, you got a problem. Huh? Okay, I always huh. say, you know how at the end of these commercials, they they are obligated legally to say if you have a gambling problem, call one eight hundred. Right. Right. <laughs> Here's one for you. You want to know what the first indication is? You have a gambling problem. You're betting on preseason anything. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. These guys will bet on anything. Hey, look, I, I went to the casino for a while. But let me tell you, the worst thing that can happen is you win. And then you think you're going to win every time, and you don't. They're, it's not a multi-billion dollar business because everybody's winning, you know? Oh. So. Whatever. A message from this station and the Ad Council. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Remember that during your Labor Call Day me, weekend. I'll be your gamblers anonymous. Great. <laughs> we could go to Mohegan Sun. Fabulous. <laughs> Here, I'll show you. <laughs> I tell you, my, my wife and I went to watch Dancing with the Stars at Mohegan Sun. And we go to the buffet, and we they walk us up to the front and sit us down, and we eat for free. We go to the, the show, the tickets are free. There you we go. go to, well, we go to one machine, I won $175. She said, cash out. I started to shake. 